right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with the first ever episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by yours truly, Travis D, and alongside me, my best friend and co-host of the show, Dizzle J. And we're here to bring you all things professional wrestling, everything from the indies to the pro wrestling, we're here to share it with you, because our love of wrestling is so big, we need to share it with the world. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome. Uh, how are you? Dude, I'm, I'm excited that we're doing this. It's about time, right? It, it's, it's exactly about time because <laughs> this was supposed to happen two months ago. This show was supposed to go out the first weekend of uh, April. Now, granted, you know, things happen, you know, sometimes that plans get prolonged. And it happens. But at least we're doing this. And we're here now. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, you probably know some about me if you are a fan of uh, this freaking show, the other podcast I am on. Uh, but just to give you a quick rundown of my history and my background in pro wrestling. Uh, I've been a fan since I was probably six, seven years old. I couldn't even tell you the first match I saw. Uh, my earliest recollection of uh, wrestling was probably, you know, the Stone Cold Vince McMahon feud. I think my first memory, <laughs> my first, my first actual memory of watching Raw. When, I'm not sure if you remember this. Um, when Stone Cold came out wearing like the suit. And he was taking the pictures with uh, Vince oh, McMahon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden he just like kind of just ripped everything off. I, I got so into it that me and my brother actually reenacted that scene. You know, since we were both stone cold because no one wanted to be Vince McMahon. <laughs> but that was my first recollection of uh, wrestling. I, I, see, I always wanted to be Vince McMahon. See, I, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, I, it's, the, it's the authority thing, especially of being younger. Like, you know, you want, you want to battle authority. But, I mean, who doesn't want to be a millionaire, you know? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so, I mean, at that point, I fell in love with wrestling. Um, I started watching, you know, like, old, like, the old movies, like, back, like, when they still had video stores, like, <laughs> Blockbuster and everything. You run, you would run, like, the old, like, early 90s, mid 90s. Yeah, the Summer Slams <laughs> and all that. Um, so, I got into that. Uh, when I got about 18 years old, I actually went to a wrestling school. I actually learned to be a pro wrestler. And I did that, unfortunately, for about nine months until work and life got involved. I had to stop doing it. But I learned so much from wrestling. I learned so much from behind the scenes of wrestling that I felt that, like, maybe I could do something to get that more involved out in the world. And that's what we're here to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jay, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you, about, you know, what, where'd you, what have you done in wrestling, your little background, when did you first start uh, getting involved in it? Man, I first started getting into wrestling, I was super young so i remember you had to find it on tv usually like 10 p.m on a saturday night on some random ass channel <laughs> i also remember going to gyms and watching the indie shows my dad was actually a referee at one point in time um so we got to meet a lot of people through that and then i did a little bit of backyard wrestling when i was in high school uh out of high school everybody just kind of disbanded we broke up loved love wrestling i mean i watch it too much probably <laughs> youtube i got all the dvds and all that i remember renting vhs's back in the day there'd be two vhs's for pay-per-view <laughs> uh, so what I, what I love doing and um i don't think too many people do so much anymore well obviously they don't have to do so much anymore but like you would copy the tape oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you could just keep it yeah and I love doing that. So, when you did your own backyard wrestling, because I did too. I, I had my own like little wrestling company, and even though I never really wanted to be Vince McMahon, I was the owner of the company. Um, 
I, uh, we were, um, extreme Pietone wrestling. Even though we didn't do a lot of extreme shit. I mean, we were, like, 13 through 16 doing this. Or 12 through 16, actually, doing this. So, but we call ourselves extreme Pietone wrestling. And we, like, wrestling, like, backyards and shit like that. And I actually, when I first started wrestling, I wrestled as General Assassin. I came out in, like, the camo. And, you know, I, I had, like, a, a valet called Major Slut. <laughs> and everything, and yeah, I, I wrestled with like my buddy Jason and my buddy Zach and all these guys. I mean, like, and you even know them from McDonald's right. and shit like that. But do you remember like what your company was called? You know, what you I don't you remember as? what our company was actually called, but I was in a tag team, and but we were super super ICP fans, so we came out with the ICP songs. Uh, we wore clown makeup. We were basically we just called ourselves the clowns. Came out. Big baggy clothes. Um, trampoline match was probably one of the funnest, dangerous matches I ever did. Did you wrestle on trampolines? We wrestled or? on a trampoline. Oh, shit. Uh, I dislocated my arm at one point in time on the trampoline. <laughs> my buddy's mom relocated it for me. That was probably one of the more painful things I've been through. The worst injury I ever did, I ever gotten when uh, I was wrestling. Uh, well, somebody gave me a Boston Crab. Was leaning back too far, fell back and fucked up my back a little bit, but was, that wasn't too bad. I think the worst one was when somebody went to go hit me with a hockey stick, Ooh. and I caught a nail, right, or not a nail, I'm sorry, a screw right, uh, right above my uh, eyebrow, and head head injuries bleed for a while. A good while. I mean that thing, that thing just kept on bleeding. <laughs> it was weird because like when it hit, like it it did hurt like immediate. So I mean I guess you know when you're wrestling you get that adrenaline going and everything. It smacked me in the head, and I did the whole, like, you know, roll over, pain, and all that stuff. When I go to stand up, my entire face is covered in blood. To the point where, like, they actually cut the match, and... But, I mean, that, I mean, that, and that was, it was fun. You know, we wrestled in my buddy's backyard. We used deck as an entrance. Uh, his dad actually helped us, like, create fake blood, so we could make those impacts without actually being impacted. We bought, like, the plastic uh, toy belts... From like Toys R Us and everything, because we had like the kind of. You were a little bit better than what we had. <laughs> we we wanted to be professional. We we tried our best to be as professional as possible because like, we wanted belts. You know, everyone wanted to have a belt. Um, my buddy, uh, well, Jason, he was a commissioner, and he always uh, like, put booked himself in title matches. <laughs> like it was, it was like Vince McMahon. Exactly like Vince, exactly like Vince McMahon. Um, but yeah, I mean it. I mean the the love that I have for wrestling, it, it just it, I'm so excited to bring it to this show, and I'm glad that we're able to um, start building this and growing this. You know, like because we got you know we have the Facebook, we have the Twitter, oh, yeah. we have the Instagram, um, that we start working with and we start uploading uh, pictures from the indie shows we're going to, like Southland Championship Wrestling. Which, Southland's been a big friend of ours since we've decided to start on this venture. Absolutely, and they they've been great. We're able to go to their uh, their school, uh, to, you know, to kind of see how they uh, how they're developing their their new and upcoming wrestlers. Uh, the shows that they put on are absolutely amazing. I mean, like, you know, not nothing against them. I don't mean this in any disrespect in any way, but for an indie show, it's really great. Oh yeah, definitely. Which, the storytelling, mm-hmm. it, even since we've been going, has even gotten a as even better. Oh yeah. It's like something I look forward to going to, mm-hmm. and we get very disappointed when they have shows on Fridays. Yeah. But 
Yeah, that, that that that's the biggest kicker. I mean, like, cause, cause I, I I've been I've been to one show and I was able to watch a couple uh, uh, things here and there, like from like Facebook Live and Instagram and all that stuff of amazing work for these uh, for these talents. They just need to be on Saturdays, yeah. because because life unfortunately doesn't stop and I can't call off work every single time they have a pay per view or a, a show as much as I would love to. But we uh, we went to a show in April. Yep, we went to Shaban's, uh Civic. They call it Shaban's Civic Center. Shaban's Civic Center, the home of SCW. Yeah, so we got to see that show. Um, I actually won a raffle. I won a trench coat, so that was pretty cool. We didn't make it to uh, the next show after that. Actually, you know, maybe the SCW show was in March. I think that one was in March, right? Or did they have two shows in April? Because I know we missed one. We missed one, and then I know I went to the one last month. Because the tag team tournament started, uh, I think, the first show we went to. The, yeah, the show we went to, the tag team tournament started, which their tag team division is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, the characters they got for the shows are just out there, and it's cool to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, they had, um, and I know, uh, I know I'm going to get my ass kicked for not remembering the names of the people, <laughs> but uh, uh, was it American Lucha? American when they Lucha. broke up, yep. Yeah, they broke up uh, after losing to ROW. Yep, Rulers of Wrestling. Rulers of Wrestling, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I mean, like that. I mean, that's like one of the things like you really don't expect it, but I mean, it's to me. I enjoy watching the good guy turn heel. You know, I like I like having those moments. It's like <clears throat> it's like with uh, I don't know if you watched uh, NXT Takeovers uh, last pay per view. No, unfortunately, I haven't. Yeah. So so DIY. Okay. Yeah, so, I, so the bald dude turned on his partner. Really? Yeah, it was actually a, it was a pretty horrific beatdown. So it was. Are we talking like Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty beatdown? Worse. Really? Worse. He did. Um, I wish I remembered the uh, move exactly what it was called. But you know, how, like okay, so when he got on Raw, now Raw has the uh, announcers or the commentators up by the stage. Right. So he went up on top of the, because NXT is the same way. He was up on the uh, commentator's um, booth or the commentator's table, jumped off of it with the guy onto a platform below. Wow. Um, I can't remember what the move was. I'm going to have to go back and check that out. Definitely check it out. Uh, it's on WWE Network. Yep. I I mean, they're all on the WWE Network for $9.99. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it was a great match. And uh, I'm, I'm excited because now we're starting to see a lot of the NXT wrestlers move up into the main roster. Where, where they need to be. They absolutely need to be. And I'm glad that NXT is becoming its own thing, too. Like, it's not developmental. It's not just developmental. Like, FCW was, you know, or, um, oh, what was it? OVW. Yep. It's not like that, the you know. Ohio Valley, and then what? Was it Florida Championship Wrestling? Was there one before, too? Yep, and then that turned into NXT. See, NXT now, to me, it compares equally to, like, Ring of Honors and uh, even TNA Impact Wrestling. I'm, I'm, I'll go as far as saying that NXT is probably almost on the level of Raw and SmackDown. In fact, probably even putting out a better product right now than Raw. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like almost, almost like a like a Sunday Night Heat thing. Right, but like, like yeah, but it's like, not it, Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but not like yeah, but exactly. I mean, like it, it's almost like a third episode a week, right? Of of quality wrestling stuff. It's just on the WWE Network. It's not. Live, which I think is great because people want to watch NXT, and it's a brilliant move on their part to keep it on 30 Network so you catch it on that. 
Yeah, well, NXT, even from what I've watched, and I haven't fully kept up with it, but that's worth my 10 bucks a month just to watch NXT. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, obviously not paying 50, 60, 70 bucks a month for a pay-per-view is good, too, mm-hmm. but nine times out of ten, I want, I'll want to watch NXT over Raw. Yeah, it, that, God, that's a big thing. Like, I hate the PG era. No, the PG era... Like, I, I know that everyone has to move on. I mean, you have to adapt or die when it comes to uh, what people want. But I get for the kid's point of view, you know, when you have a 5-year-old through a 10, 11, 12-year-old, whatever, that PG is supposed to be based for, I get that. But when you get the adults, you know, like us who grew up through the Attitude Era right. and, you know, you know, the early 2000s when, you know, Brock Lesnar was coming in, when the original John Cena was coming in, when evolution was happening and all that stuff. That was the great stuff for us. But they don't do that anymore. Like, I mean, like, you can't even, you can't even show color anymore. And when they, show, uh, when they show replays of people who bleed, it's in black and white. Yep. It, it, it's goofy to me. I mean, I get why they have to do it, but it bothers me that they have to resort to that. Well, and... and Look at the world we're living in, though, nowadays, because that stuff can't happen nowadays. When when we were teenagers and mm-hmm. that was going on, you're talking that was, you know, there was rated R comedies coming out every year. It wasn't like every, all of a sudden the hangover came on. It was like, oh, my God, the rebirth of the rated R comedy. But you go into wrestling, something's going to happen, mm-hmm. and I believe that something is going to be Lucha Underground, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, it's... I liked it for how you described it to me. That it's wrestling with kayfabe. Right. And mm. it makes you believe that these characters are who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, like a couple of things I don't, like. I don't like when they have the same wrestlers wrestling the same people time after time after time. Right. Sometimes I don't like when they seem like they're rushing through a storyline real quick. But the action that they have is absolutely amazing. I, it's, it's incredible what they do on it. Um, I love the fact that Vampiro's there because I, I was a Vampiro fan, not so much before WCW because I didn't know him through WCW. And WCW, like, after listening to uh, his interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin on uh, Steve Austin's mm-hmm. podcast, <clears throat> I think I remember him saying that, like, being WCW was probably his worst time because he but couldn't he, really be who he wanted. Yeah, he didn't get used properly. Yeah, but, like, just his ability in the ring just made me a fan of his. Uh, his feud with Sting made me a fan of his. Um, you know, speaking of, speaking of Sting, uh, real quick. <coughs> if you had to build a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, who would you put in there? Mount Rushmore wrestlers. Yeah. Um, definitely Bruno. Okay. Probably Sting. Ric Flair. And this is going to be unpopular, but John Cena. Because I feel like Cena has, and I know I missed the obvious Hulk Hogan, but mm. to me, no, I get it. It, it. it he just didn't pop. Like I loved Hogan when I was a kid, mm. but I really enjoyed Macho Man, the Jake the Snake. Yeah, those guys who weren't. Yeah, well, I had um, I had a guy on um, on this freaking show a few weeks back, and we talked a little bit about wrestling, and he asked me. I don't know if I asked him first or he asked me first, but are Mount Rushmore of wrestlers? Well, who would you put? <laughs> well, I, I actually posted it up on Twitter and I got shit for it from a couple <laughs> people. 
But obviously, I like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is my personal Mount Rushmore. Not who I believe the Mount Rushmore of wrestling is, but who my personal Mount Rushmore is. Which I think one day we may do a show where we create the perfect Mount Rushmore of wrestling. We'll do. We'll actually like put some thought into it. But for me personally, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, Sting, Randy Savage, and DDP. DDP is interesting. See, DDP is... That was my first WCW uh, wrestler. That's the guy. When I first started watching WCW is when DDP diamond cutter Scott Hall. That was the first WCW the, that the, I saw. The original underdog DDP. The, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he was the Steve Austin yeah. of WCW. And that's what I loved about him. He came out, he, he wore jeans, you know, before he got the blue tights, the black tights on. He wore jeans, he went out to the audience, he put up the diamond cutter. I mean, like, and the diamond cutter was my move when I wrestled. You know, I mean, I called it, I, I forgot what I called it. I think I called it the GA cutter or some shit like that. Um, but, um, actually, no, no, that wasn't my, uh, my, um, Mount Rushmore. Austin, Undertaker, Savage, and DDP. I didn't have Sting on there, which I want to correct that now. I think I'd have Sting over Savage. Okay, so my new Rushmore. Austin, <laughs> Austin Undertaker, Sting, and DDP. I completely overlooked Undertaker. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, right? Because there's so many wrestlers out there, you know? I know. That's all. I mean, he's always been one of, like, he creeped me out. I mm-hmm. remember seeing him come out, and I was just like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, yeah. I don't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, it's... But you couldn't stop watching him. Oh, God, no. No, it's... I mean, see, it is, and this is what we're doing. Some people hated the fact when he did the American Badass Undertaker. I loved when he did the American Badass Undertaker. I think he's probably one of the few wrestlers that, through each generation of wrestling that he was in, actually reinvented himself mm-hmm. and reinvented himself successfully every time. Oh, I don't yeah. remember there being... The change of character that I was like, eh. no, it's that the only person I could think of at, at this moment. I'm sure there could have been the only person that came close for a short period of time is Brodus Clay. When he went from being like the uh, like the bodyguard to being the, the Funkasaurus, it worked for a little bit for the kids, but then people got tired of it. I, I think a man that looks and as big as that. Does not need to be the Funkosaurus. He needs to be just the fucking destroyer Saurus or whatever you. What about uh, what about when Albert came back? Did he is uh, was it Lord Tensai? Tensai. Prince Tensai, Lord Tensai. Actually, I I enjoy Tensai and I enjoy the Tensai character until he went with Brodus. Yeah. Oh shit. What about um, when he went from uh, Prince Albert to just Albert to A Train? Nancy, I. I don't think he was big enough for it to even matter, but no. he technically did pull it off. He did pull it off. But, I mean, like... When he was piercing people after matches. Oh, my God, oh. yeah. Oh, fuck that. No, but... No, but, yeah, no, if I... Yeah, but my Rushmore, I mean, it's Austin Taker, Sting, DDP. I love DDP. I was so happy to see him get put into the Hall of Fame. I actually thought that what they should have done is they should at one point have an all-WCW Hall of Fame. Now, the biggest problem is I think everyone who would be in the Hall of Fame is now in there from WCW, with the exception of Goldberg. I can't think of anyone else. Well, maybe Eric Bischoff. But I can't think of anyone else who was from WCW that would be put in the Hall of Fame. And I thought it would have been great if they put, like, Goldberg, Sting, DDP in at the same time. I think that would have that, been that would have That would have been cool. Um, I think 
you could put Harlem Heat in there. So I, I do believe that Harlem Heat was... Put them as a tag team? Tag team. They, they were multiple-time champions. They were yeah. good in the ring together. I mean, Stevie Ray obviously did not pan out as a singles wrestler, but Booker T did. He's already in the Hall of Fame, I believe. Um, remember, uh, remember when Harlem Heat had uh, Big T? Yeah. Do you know who that was? I think that was... Uh... Oh, shit. Come on, trivia. Uh... Trivia. Who was he in DJF? Is he Ahmed? Yeah, yeah, Ahmed Johnson, yeah. I didn't know that right, right when it was happening. Like, I didn't put two and two together. Like, well, see, at that time, I, I probably wouldn't have known it either, but I didn't, at, at that age, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't as fully developed as I am now in the, watching these guys. Yeah, and, and, and that's down. one of the things, too, is like, because, I mean, when when I, and I guess the, that then that's the point exactly, is like, when you see a wrestler at that younger age, you know, when you're in your, Early teens, you know, your preteens and all that shit. You don't sit there and think like, oh shit, Ahmed Johnson's now in the ICW as, you know what I mean? Like, because as a younger kid, did anyone ever look at Stunning Steve Austin and all of a sudden you see Stone Cold Steve Austin and instantly click, it's the same person, you know? Oh, no, or, when he went from the Hollywood Bronze <coughs> to ECW, then all yeah. of a sudden he shows up as the ringmaster. Yeah. And then, what, a week after that, he's no longer the ringmaster because mm-hmm. it was a stupid name. Totally dumb. Yeah. But I mean, hey, you know, Vince is the boss, I guess. Uh, um, to those of you who are listening to this, if it seems like we're jumping all over the place, this isn't going to be the baseline of how this show is going to go. We're just kind of giving you an idea of what we like talking about. Um, so, uh, just give you kind of idea or concept of what this show is going to be like. Our main focus is independent wrestling. Definitely. Uh, local wrestlers, local shows, local promotions. We want to get involved with them as much as possible to help create basically a fan base for them and also a um, a baseline for a central location for all these shows. <clears throat> uh, it's definitely a work in progress. Um, so until we get more of that content, we are going to focus a lot on pro wrestling as far as WWE, TNA, NXT. Impact. Impact. Oh, Impact. It's not TNA no more. <laughs> um Lucha Underground. I've never watched Ring of Honors, but that's something we could definitely look into too. Uh, Ring, Ring of Honor. There's an app called the Fight App, F I T E, and you can get everything through that on there, because Ring of Honor is owned by a cable company that is not Com Comcast or Dish Network or anything like that. Really? Yeah. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is on TV. And I, oh man, I don't remember what channel that's on. New Japan's on Combat? Comcast? It's on a certain channel. I do not remember which one. I know I have it at my house. I probably, if I, I have I, Dish Network. <laughs> I got the lowest package of Comcast because I can't afford Dick, so. I got the lowest package of Dish, <laughs> man. <laughs> so I know I don't have the channel for Lucha Underground. I have to watch that Neither on NXT. Because yeah. that's, uh, is that Del Rey? Yeah. Oh, El Rey Network. <clears throat> um, so, so we're gonna focus a lot on that for the time being and everything. Kind of give you an idea of like who um, our favorites are, some dream matches and kind of stuff like that. But we want to establish this show and turn it into something more. Like we want to do YouTube videos. Yep. Uh, we want to do um, in person, on location interviews. Uh, we're, we're hoping that maybe somebody wants to hire us as commentators. Because, I mean, that would be something cool, too, we could do as shows. 
But the biggest thing is, like, we want to grow this to be more than just saying you're talking about wrestling, you know, kind of like how we are. We want to establish baselines and have a concept for the show, doing interviews, um, doing predictions or anything. Because like, what I really want to do today, just for a little bit, is talk a little bit about the upcoming WWE pay-per-views, Money in the Bank, and Extreme Rules. Talk about the matches they have scheduled as of right now, and give our predictions of who's going to win. That's cool. So I definitely want to do that to the for the episode because we're going to try to um, also do this show, f- uh, give about 45 minutes to an hour. If we go over, great, it's just extra content for you guys, but I definitely don't want to go under. Um, <clears throat> but I want to give it, I want to do enough content for you guys to enjoy yourselves, but not too much to where you have to sit there all day and listen to us <laughs> talk because we don't even like hearing ourselves. So if you're listening to us, thank you so much for that. Um, I mean, to be completely honest, if, if we sat here all day and recorded ourselves, Obviously, we'd be entertained, but you guys wouldn't be. Yeah. So, so first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this. Um, definitely continue, because this is going to be a weekly show for us. Right. Uh, we have other people involved in our show that uh, we hope you guys meet along the way. Um, ben, who's going to be with us. Uh, and everyone's going to have a name. I mean, keep in mind, like, we're not going to keep their, like, own names. Like, I am Travis and. You know, that was a wrestling gimmick uh, that I created with, so I stuck with it to do podcasts. You know, Dizzle J, you know, is obviously not his real name. But we're establishing a character for the show. So you guys can enjoy more, because nobody wants to listen to Travis and DJ talk. But to hear Travis D and Dizzle J talk is pretty much better than anything else. Um, we have Ben, who's going to be along with us. Uh, Alan. Alan, Alan's going to be along with us for the most part. Alan's going to focus a lot on the pro wrestling as far as ZDE, TNA, and all that goes because he has more knowledge of that than he does indie wrestling, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, Liz, Liz is going to be, in, uh, be involved with we'll us. We'll have Liz as our, you know, as our women's point of view. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be, I mean, there may, there may be a day where you hear maybe four different voices on this show. There may be a day if something comes up, you only hear one. You know, I mean, they could happen, you know. Jay could be on vacation and he can't make it in. You know, but I'll still be here. We're Because go- we're going to do everything we can to give you a weekly show. Apparently you don't take vacations. I can't afford to take vacations. <laughs> I can't afford a camp. And camping is like the cheap. Actually, no, that's a lie. Camping ain't the cheapest thing to do in the world anymore. I don't, I don't take vacations. But who knows? Maybe we'll figure I mean, something out. If you get paid time off, you at least sit on the couch. and. That, yeah, that's, well, that's my that, vacation. That's, that's pretty much what I prefer to vacation. Yeah. I mean, I don't take long-ass vacations. I take extended weekends. That's, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, so, like, like normally for my vacations and everything like that, like, I'll take, like, the Friday before Memorial Day off. I'll take the Monday after Thanksgiving off and stuff like that to prolong it. Because if I can't afford to go away on vacation, what, what am I going to do at home for a week? You know, sit there and get bitched at for about not doing chores and shit? I mean, come on now. Uh, <laughs> Who's bitching at you? <laughs> yeah, no, people. People just bitch. Like, why don't you go do something? It's like, I am. I'm podcasting for the fans. I'll tell you what, we'll take vacation at the same time. I'll drop my family off, (laughs) and you can have someone to talk to all week, and I'll just sit at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And then I'll get bitched at when they get back because the house is a mess. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's that's our plan here. Like, we're going to give you a weekly show here. Whenever we get this, whenever we get this grow, uh, growing a little bit more, um, we'll get some video content out there that we'll put on YouTube. We're going to do Facebook Live a lot when we go to these indie shows. As long um, as the uh, the show permits it. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll Facebook Live inside the permit, but, I mean, like, we get there a little bit earlier anyways. You know, we'll do some quick little cameos and stuff like that. Like, hey, listen, this is what we're doing. This is where we're at and shit like that. Give you guys an idea of what's going on. We probably won't. If, they, if, they, if they're okay with it or not, we're probably not going to record matches and put that out there. Not full matches. Um, entrances we could do. If there's a, maybe a high spot here or there, they're okay with us. And if even we could sneak in the back locker room and do a quick interview with somebody, then that would be perfect. Um, but, I mean, we won't sit there. and I'm not going to put my phone at the ring for 20 minutes playing a full-blown match on. Because if you guys want to see the match, you need to be there. Because that's how they make a living. And I'm not going to take you know food out of somebody's mouth. Right. Just to, you know, put out a free not from, thing. Not from an independent show. Absolutely not. Um, I mean, if you can't do a WWE, why do it at a SCW, you know? Right, exactly. So, but, you know, we're going to do Facebook Live. Uh, you know, we're going to be interactive on Twitter. We're going to be interactive on uh, Instagram and shit like that. Because we want to get you guys involved with this as much as you want us to be involved in this show that we're playing on. So, <clears throat> you know, just... Yep. The website will have upcoming shows mm-hmm. for different organizations, um, bios for wrestlers. You know, when we we're, we're slowly working on making this stuff happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. The biggest the biggest thing is that it's a process. I mean, we wanted to do this in April, right. but things happen. And well, actually, originally we, we wanted to have <laughs> it launched. Oh, January. In January. Yeah. So, so. The biggest thing is like you know you need to you need to set things up and you know you need to get everything in, in order, in order to put the show on because you just don't want to, you know, just piss in the wind and just throw something out there and all of a sudden it's a big flop and you, just, right. you fucked it up. So we got everything set up, we established a baseline for social media and now we're putting the shows out and hopefully we grow and with your help and letting people know that this show's out here and we can keep growing, we can make this show better and better as we go on, you know. Who knows? Maybe eventually um, we start doing Patreons, you know, and like giving extra content to those who maybe want to pay more. Now, obviously, I'm not going to ask you to pay for anything now because this is the first episode, and you haven't really yeah, established we, we anything. We could do yet. giveaways or something. Yeah, on the show. raffles and stuff like that. You know, who knows? Maybe we talk to indie shows about doing like maybe like raffles for like tickets or something. Um, like I said, I want a trench coat in my last one. Maybe I'll raffle that away if uh, you know we get enough listeners who are interested in raffles. You know. Uh, the trench coat is actually entrance wear for independent wrestler that used to be around. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, I got uh, I got WWE pops uh, figures. I, I I won't part with those, but I just wanted to share that. <laughs> <laughs> but but just like giveaways and stuff like that. I got like, this stuff you guys can see, <laughs> yeah, but you can't like, touch. <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll post a picture of it for you on Instagram. But like you know, like if we maybe if we establish nothing, maybe we'll start going into those WWE loots and start raffling stuff off from there. You know. So and then, and then eventually we can work with charity too, and that'd be a big thing, and that's a big thing we want to. This whole thing is the whole reason we're doing this. It's not only share our love of wrestling with you, but to help out other people, help out wrestling companies to let people know that they're here and they're out there, and where you can find them. So, man, and that's what the biggest thing about the website is going to be. Obviously, the website is going to show you where to find our podcast. Biggest thing. Next big thing is showing you a bio of all these wrestlers. You know you know, who they are, history about them, and then they're showing you what shows are coming up in the area. Just think how cool it is that you're going to go to an independent show like we've done, and then a month later you see the guy from the independent show on TV, mm-hmm. like Rocket. Marche Rocket, yeah. Marche Rocket. 
works for SCW, mm-hmm. is also signed with Impact Wrestling. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, we. There were we saw him at. Well, I saw him at three different ones in the past, like two months. You right. saw him at four, right? Because you wanted to be able to make the SCW on that Friday. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Friday. it's awesome because like you could you could be part of watching these guys grow, and eventually you can see them on TV. Like, I saw that guy. I hung out with that guy. I bought that guy's indie shirt. Right. <clears throat> so, and that's what the biggest, and that's the thing we're excited to be a part of. Is like we want to go along with this journey. I mean, we don't want to take any credit for anything anyone's doing because that's not what we're about. But we want to grow a fan base, and that's what we're here to do. We're just a mouthpiece. <clears throat> we're just a mouthpiece because you can't see how fucked up we look. <laughs> <laughs> we're, actually, we're actually really handsome. Yeah. You know what's weird is that we're doing a podcast and for some reason I put my travesty hat on. It's like we're indoors. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was like, how do you put his hat on? <clears throat> just, uh, you know, just getting into character, really. Um, my beard finally came back. I like that. You, you look you look less shitty. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of uh, speaking of character, another big thing we're going to do for this uh, podcast, which probably after this point we'll never mention again, so... We could keep the integrity of the show. Um, Kayfabe lives here. When we do interviews, we're not interviewing Tim Anderson, who portrays a wrestling character. We're interviewing the wrestling character as them. When we grew up, Kayfabe was more involved than anything. They didn't do a lot of behind-the-scenes shit. And to be honest with you, that was my favorite part about wrestling, is living that fantasy that Lucha Underground portrays constantly. So, from this point on, I'm not going to mention this again. Hopefully you guys understand the concept of what the show's going to be about. But we are going to interview wrestlers, not the people who portray them. Because that's going to be fun for us. Oh, yeah. And I think it will make the show a lot better. And we'll develop more of our own character, too, as as the time goes. I know it might be a little easier for Travesty over here because he does have the background. I have no background. I basically took light bulbs to the head and whatever else it was. I didn't cut promos when I was in... You know, we, we didn't have that stuff. You know, today, it's so much easier to follow wrestling because you have the internet, mm-hmm. which was, like, just getting started back in the day. I mean, I followed AJ Styles from... Man, I think, what did he start, Ring of Honor maybe? Then went over to TNA. Yep, Ring of Honor, TNA. Then left TNA. He did a nationwide tour of himself. Mm -hmm. Then went to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then after New Japan, he finally made it to WWE. And and to me, he's one of my favorite wrestlers probably. You know what's interesting? Like, you know, like, I haven't heard anything about, like, Christopher Daniels. Kazarian or anything like that. Christopher Daniels recently, and I don't know if he still is, became Ring of Honor champion. So he, him and Kazarian, I believe, still work together or still tag team. But they were one of my favorite tag teams in TNA when it was TNA. Uh, they, they were just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so that's the whole plan here. It's like, we're going to live in kayfabe. We're going to pretend that fake shit's real because that's what we love doing. I think that's going to make us... It's going to separate us from everyone else. Right. And that's what we're focused on doing. Uh, We want to be the number one wrestling podcast in the world. And that is the world. We're going onto the World Wide Web for a reason. So everyone in the world can find us. Um, 
So, real quick, uh, like I said, like I want to go through the uh, upcoming WWE pay-per-views. And uh, just kind of like talk about the matches that are coming up. Uh, like, it's, and it's goofy. Like, you know, I, I have a night job that kind of like estrays me from watching every single part of every single show every single week. So, I do understand how some of these matches got led up to where they're at. Not totally, but, you know, um, let's see what goes. You know, so. Yeah. Um, so, actually, tomorrow is uh, Money in the Bank. No, tomorrow's Extreme Rules. Tomorrow's Extreme Rules. <laughs> so, tomorrow is not Money in the Bank. No, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow's Extreme Rules tomorrow, by, Raw, by the Raw brand. It's the Raw brand. I, I don't like that they have separate pay-per-views. I don't. I, I do and I don't. I, I like it because I believe that gives both shows equal opportunity to get their guys out there. And plus, when they had their own paper, it was constantly the same guys. That's true. I guess if you did have both shows having one match, you'd have to make it really, really long. What were the four that they have throughout the year? They had the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam. Yep. With the joints and everyone else's own separate one. Like yes. fucking Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, Great Balls of Fire is, I believe, a Raw pay-per-view. It's a Raw pay-per-view, yes. Yeah, it's supposed to come out like, I think it's the next Raw pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It have to be. Yeah, so that's going to be goofy to hear. Uh, so, okay, so basically the match card that I'm showing here for uh, Extreme Rules. And Grand, like, you know, every card's subject to change. So I'm just going to show you. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read off what I show here as of right now. Uh, so the first match is looking like is going to be uh, a Cruiserweight Diva mixed tag match here. Uh, Rich Swan and Sasha Banks versus... It's the women's division. They're no longer Divas. <laughs> <laughs> you better get it right before we get sued. <laughs> so, uh, so it looks like the first match is a cruiser. It's a mixed tag match with the cruiserweights in the women division. You're looking at Rich Swan and Sasha Banks versus Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. Uh, right off, I'm gonna say that Rich and Swan, uh, Sasha's gonna win, just because matches this small and irrelevant. No one wants the bad guy to win. Uh, this is a pre-show match. I mean, it probably is a pre-show match. This, I mean, this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever to even have this match, just for the fact that Alicia Fox needs to be relevant again. I, I always liked her character. Maybe not so much her skills in the ring. I, I liked her character before she did that crazy shit. Like the one day when she lost the match, I'm freaking out and like destroying shit at ringside. She like made her act fucking crazy. I wasn't a fan of that. She was a really good. She is still a good wrestler. I think she was she trained by Booker T because I know she uses the the axe kick or whatever. That I'm not sure of. I, I'm pretty. I think I think she's probably from the school. School of Hard Knocks. Yeah. I read right now. Um, no, I mean like I mean every, everyone in this match is great. I I mean I know, all, I know Dar and Swan are fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I do like Sasha. I, I like her attitude. I miss her being a heel. I think we actually talked about it a little bit yeah. before we started. Like, I miss her being a heel. Um, I just... Who are the heel uh, wrestler, the women wrestlers on Raw right now? Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Um, Alexa Bliss. One of my favorites right now is Alexa Bliss. And I guess Alicia Fox. I don't know. She hasn't been... Like, she only works with the cruiserweights. 
Or the 205 Live guys. I don't yeah, she doesn't even have matches anymore. Then everyone else, I think, is a good guy. You know, when like Mickey James and Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, who else is on there? Who else is a Raw uh, diva? I don't know. They don't. The Raw doesn't use their women's as much yeah. as SmackDown does. Yeah, it's weird. SmackDown, I believe, almost has all their women, women league or whatever you want to call them on every week. Alicia was trained by OVW and FCW. Trainers, yeah. She's been around for eleven years. I was gonna say she's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember all the wrestlers now. And I was okay. So there's Bailey, Alexa Bliss. There's uh, Sasha Banks, Alicia Fox, Mickey James, Nia Jax. Maybe that's it. That might be it. I feel like there should be. I feel like there's one missing. Like, didn't somebody from? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could count Maurice, but not really. Might be it. If if we're missing anyone, you know, let us know. I'm not gonna look it up and spend that much more time on it. Um, but yeah, I think she'd be a great heel. Um, who do you think's winning? Uh, I'd, I'd probably go Rick Swan and Sasha. Rick Swan and Sasha. All right. Um, as far as as far as I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's a pre-show match. If it's not the pre-show match, and it's the first match of the pay-per-view, the next match that had to come up looks like it's gonna be Neville versus Austin Aries. The submission match. Submission match for the uh, WWE Cruiserweight Championship. I'm. I want to give it to Austin Aries just because I think Neville, Neville's length of time with the belt, I think is just about up. And it's uh, just, it's just a. This guess is me. the king of the cruiserweights we're talking about. Neville. I. Neville has come into his own as going into two hundred five live, as being a top guy. I, I I get it, but it's like it's. I I think it has to be something that has to be due to Austin Aries. And I'm honestly, like, I, if he didn't get injured, I think it probably would have happened already. Neville's has had Neville's had his number. This is what the third or fourth match they're going at it in. Yeah, but this is submission now. I guess Austin Austin. See, does now that's what worries me because I think now that submission is obvious, Austin's gonna win, but clearly Neville will. See, that, that's where they trick you. <laughs> I'm still gonna go with Austin Aries. I think I think it's Austin Aries' time to get the belt. He's back from injury. He already had a match with Neville. I think he understands what he needs to do in the match to win. Then I'm going to give it to Austin Aries. I'm, I'm going to give it to Neville. And you got the wild card, TJP, who's been at Neville's back as a recent. Yeah, but I can see that. So you're going to go with Neville? I'm going to go with Neville. What about, the, what about the British guy? What's the British guy's name? Gentleman Jack. Gellher? Gellher, yeah. With the headbutt? I mean, he may be out there, too, to help out with TJ. He could be. Um, Talk about a guy that's, I mean, doesn't look like a wrestler, but, man, he performs. I laugh every time he does that uh, that leap from the uh, top rope with the umbrella. The, the Mary Poppins? Mary I, don't Poppins. Know what he, I don't know what he calls it, but I call it the Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, okay, next match, Steel Cage match for the tag titles. You look at the Hardy Boys versus Cesaro and Sheamus. I like that Cesaro and Sheamus are heels now. Oh, definitely. I enjoy that a lot more. I think I think they have finally come into the to their tag team where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see them, as much as I am a Hardys boy fan, just destroy the Hardys. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Like I, I think it would be great for them to win. 
But I think the Hardy Boys are going to keep the titles. I think without the titles, the Hardy Boys would become irrelevant. They would almost be like uh, like the Dudley Boys when the Dudley Boys came back. Like they were big for a while and slowly dwindled away to the point like, okay, we're done. I I don't think so. Because Matt and Jeff have been around and are much better performers than the Dudley Boys were. Oh. Please. Performers like what? Like athletic or a show? Not a show. I, I think Bubba yeah. probably has better mic skills than both of them. I think what sucks is I think when it comes to Matt Hardy with his uh, mic, I think he so much wants to be Broken Matt Hardy, but he's not oh, yeah. Broken Matt Hardy anymore. You see he still does the little, mm-hmm. his little arm thing. Yeah, and he comes out and does that. You know, you can't see me, I guess, to you, but you see me. I mean, right. it's, I mean, like, it, it's like he tries so hard to want to be Broken Matt Hardy because that's what made him big. But he's not Broken Matt Hardy. Well, that's what put them back at the top yeah. of their game is that, mm-hmm. I mean, Matt Hardy's a genius. I mean, no doubt about it because he, he is the brains in that group. Yeah. Jeff is definitely the risk taker. Matt's the brains. See, I just, I'm going to go with the Hardys. I'm saying the Hardy boys are going to do it. I'm saying that they're not ready to take the titles off of them because they're making tag team more popular. So I'm going to go with the Hardy boys. I'm, I'm going to split with you again. I'm going to go with Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, I mean, it's going to be a brutal match. Oh, yeah, definitely. I if, I guarantee there will be a swanton uh, bomb from the top of the cage. There, there better be. There needs to be. Let's just hope he doesn't land on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, Alexa Bliss and Bayley, Kendall stick on a pole match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. First of all, not, you know, as much as the women's division has come along, I think the Kendall stick on a pole match is beneath a pay-per-view match. So if, I, if anything, I would like to see something a little different, maybe a no, a no DQ or a street fight match. When, when was the last time was there was a women's street fight match? I don't know. Trisha Lita, maybe. Trisha Lita, maybe. And maybe uh, an impact that had something different. Probably. I I don't know. I'd like to see Alexa Bliss win, but I'm... Yeah. I'm not a fan of the Kendall Stick on a pole match. I'm not a fan of anything on a pole match. I hated those flag matches. You know, I hate the fact that, like, literally... (laughs) Like, you have to grab something off the pole, and then you are allowed to use it? It, it makes no sense to me. Right. I get, like, like when they had the pink slip on a pole match or the contract, whatever. Right. Okay, fine, whatever. It's just a, it's just an, an easier, less exciting way to do a ladder match. That's right. all it is. It's basically a ladder match without having to get the ladder. But they could have done something different with this. So, I mean, so they, do they get the kid stick, they use it, they win? Or do they still have to make the pin? Or I the think they still have to do the pin and everything. Because I think all this is is just like if Bailey gets the candlestick, she's allowed to use it. But that's what I'm confused about. If Alexa uses the candlestick, she's disqualified because she didn't get the pole and used it, or what? I mean, basically, is it just it's a free fall as soon as the thing comes down? That makes no sense to me. For extreme rules, these should be extreme rule matches. I get that their stipulations are pretty good, but. Submission match I don't like because it's literally just a match that you have to take. It's to. not extreme. It's not extreme. Kevin's taking a pull. I get that you're using a foreign object, but it's not extreme. What happened to the, you know, 
How, there's no tables match. No. Last Man Standing would have been a good one for Blitz and Bailey. Last Man Standing would have been a good one. That would be a great one for them. Last Man Standing match. Uh, I don't know what match you would put Aries and Neville in other than, you know, what kind of extreme match you would have them in. Uh, hell in the Cell. Could no, you? No, not Hell in the Cell. Could you could you imagine them crawling up the side, coming down and dropping down? Yeah, but I mean, you you can't really do that with the. I guess you can't do that with the cage match unless you have them both up in the air. Yeah. Um. When was the last time there was a good Pittsburgh plunge match? (laughs) But a Punjabi prison (laughs) match. Punjabi prison match. (laughs) You know what? The show went back. Got brought back the bra and panty match. Say that they won't do that anymore because it's uh This is a WWE network. I mean come on now. Yeah, I know, but I know they won't do it. Um But I think a last man stand match would have been a great one. You know what I wouldn't mind seeing and I wish I could and I really wanna like recommend it to an indie show or maybe even have one myself one day? Three stages of hell. Oh, what is that? I remember I remember three hearing di- that. three different matches, you know, you have to win two out of three. And, like, the first match is always, like, like, uh, like a normal match. And then the second match is, like, a last man staying, I quit match. And then the third match is a hell in a cell match or something like that. It's oh, three man. different match types. You just fight. And whoever gets, you know, the fucking next fall or something. Like, for the next match that uh, we haven't talked about yet, which I think is dumb, too. But, like... Like, Last Man Standing. I love Last Man Standing matches. I think they're pretty fun cool. Those are always the more exciting matches. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Iron Man matches. I know when was the last time? Was, I mean, the last one that they had was Sasha and Charlotte. And that was on NXT, I believe. Mm. No, no that, was, no, that was on a uh, pay per view. That was uh, the main event that. Uh, oh, the thirty minute. Yeah, the thirty minute. Yeah. Okay. When they went to a draw, like all Iron matches yeah. do, and they have a sudden death. They should just have like a fucking hour and fifteen minute Iron Man match. Because they always need that extra one round for everyone. But wasn't it Sasha and Charlotte who did NXT and went for an hour? That wasn't an Iron Man match. That was just a match. Wow. That was a match that lasted. I, I know they got some mad props for that mm-hmm. match. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey, who's winning? I want Bliss to win. I know you want her to win, but who's going to win? I, I'm going to go with Bliss. I'm going to go with Bailey because I think uh, then you can give her the belt back. They gotta give her the belt back. I think they want to make her more than what she's becoming. I think that's the biggest reason she'll win it. And she just annoys me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of. Maybe that. I'm just not a hugger. Yeah, that's all I don't like. It's too. It's too childy. Yeah. Um, D'Ambrose and the Miz uh, singles match. If D'Ambrose is disqualified, he loses the title. Stupid stipulation for an Extreme Rules match. We know how it's gonna end. This is this is where you want that last man standing match or the a two out of three falls match or hell put these two in a steel cage. Yeah, they they could put on a great match and they could put on a better match with a better stipulation. Oh yeah, I believe the Miz now, after what the past two two years has really come back as a force mm-hmm. in WWE, where he kind of just kind of tapered out there for a while. It was just, you know, he was part-time in it for a minute, doing whatever movies and whatnot, but when he came back, he came back as the Miz I knew, remembered, and liked. Yeah. 
as a character. And even Maurice brings that little extra mm-hmm. oomph to it. And Ambrose is just a lunatic, man. Yeah, see, that, that's the thing that sucks. Is like, I like him and like these like extreme type of matches. Because he always delivers in the matches. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I hate the fact that this is called Extreme Rules, and only two of them are extreme matches. The cage match and then the main event. I mean, these are just, this is just crap fucking matches. Not crap. Crap stipulation matches. Right. The matches are good. The people in these matches are awesome. But it looks like they're shackled by what they're able to do now. I think it all goes back to that PG crap. Um, because of this, because of stipulation, I think what's going to happen is Maurice is going to intentionally hit Miz, and Miz is going to win. I think I think Miz is going to win, but I don't think it's going to be Maurice. I think it's going to be another outside, maybe the drifter that Ambrose has recently had run in with, comes in and just hits the Miz. Have you seen the drifter yet? I have. I'm trying to remember... Him and Ambrose put on a hell of a match. On yeah. Raw, not okay, yeah, because he kind of had that slight his heel debut turn match. Thing. He had that slight heel turn thing. Right. He was popular. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that does make sense. I can see that. I, I can see. Yeah, I can see Ambrose losing it, but I would. I would love to see Ambrose take the next step forward after yeah. being Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. I believe he can hold a major title, and I believe that he could do it well. I believe he could be. Potentially, the next Stone Cold. Oh, definitely. So we, so we're both gonna go with Miz, but yeah. for different reasons. Right. I like yours. I value yours. I'm gonna stick with mine though because I, I don't I want, like yours too. I don't they're, want to be that guy. It's very plausible. Yeah. Um. So the main event you're looking at is the Fatal Five Way Extreme Rule Match to determine number one contender for the WWE Universal Championship. I hate the name Universal Championship. That sounds. What's some nice word? Stupid. Nah, nice word for what I'm trying to... I guess it sounds geeky, dweeby. It, it does sound like something that I would read Dorky. One, one of my comic books, you know. Exactly, yeah. I mean, like it's just like... And nothing against it. I mean, I talk about a lot of those on my other podcasts. But with... <laughs> for wrestling, it's just like, okay, now that's just getting goofy at that point. Goofy, there, there's a word for it. <laughs> it just sounds goofy. Um... So you look at Roman Reigns, Seth, Th- Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, and Samoa Joe. <clears throat> I have no idea how extreme the thing is going to get. I'm I mean, worried. You're, you're talking; these guys are willing to do whatever to their bodies, and we've seen that with Roman recently, uh, Rollins, and shit Balor coming up from the Indies and watching him in New Japan. Bray, we we that silly match he had with Randy Orton. Yeah. The House of Horrors match. The only thing the only thing I'm worried about is for two of these guys, when you look at Rollins and Bay, uh Balor, they um they're coming back from some pretty harsh injuries. Oh, I, think, in the shoulder, yeah. I think I think is gonna be like, listen, take it easy out there. Don't fuck anything up. Uh, Samoa Joe, I remember watching him in Impact. I remember watching him in TNA, and he could fucking go. Oh, like I mean, like a machine. Yeah, man. I just I'm, I'm I don't I want him to succeed, but I don't want this to be his push. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. 
because when it comes down to it, it's like it's like who of these had the biggest heart? Who actually wants to face Brock Lesnar? I mean, the beast himself. You know, who puts on the best match you, for You're going to go with the unpopular opinion, aren't you? I don't want to. I, the, okay, so, okay, so. So I'm gonna, basically you're coming down to Roman or Bray. I want to tell you why I think each of these are going to win, and okay. I'm going to tell you who I pick, okay? I believe Samoa Joe could win because it could be his big push. I believe Bray Wyatt could win because he is so popular that they wanted to move him to Raw to boost Raw's ratings because SmackDown was doing better. He only had a little bit of time with that title belt, mm-hmm. and this is a way to make it up for him. Finn Balor was the original champion who held it for one day and had to give it up. Seth Rollins, I think, is deserving of an opportunity to get it back. And Roman is getting pushed so hard by WWE and failing that I don't think they see it to themselves to stop it. So everyone, I mean, there's a valid reason from my mind why every single one of these guys could win this match. But when you look at the... Which one seems logical? When is when is their who? When is the Brock Lesnar match? When is I, the one I don't think they've I don't think they've named one. They the just Brock said it's going match. to happen. It's going to happen. It's probably what SummerSlam maybe. Uh, do they got to be SummerSlam or Great Balls of Fire? Great Balls of Fire. I can't even say that without laughing. <laughs> no. Um, I love Bray Wyatt. I want Bray Wyatt to win. I think logically, it's hard. It's hard to like, I mean, like, because you got to put yourself in like WWE's mindset. Who of these do everyone want to see as champion? You think Finn Balor? I'm going to go with Finn Balor. I'm going to say Finn's going to win it. You're going to go with Finn? I, I, th- I thought for sure you were going to go with Roman. I want. I wanted to because it seems like the logical choice. But I mean, Finn Balor is. I think out of all five, is the most popular out of all of them. And I think he still needs his opportunity, and he still deserves the opportunity. So I think he's going to put more into the match. Who's going to deserve to win more? I mean, it's if Finn wasn't in it, it'd be Roman. But I think because of it, I think Finn's going to win it. Okay, so, in my thinking, I'm going to go Bray. One, the exchange between Bray Wyatt and, uh, what's the Walsh's name? The who? Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Could you imagine? That's going to be amazing to see these two just talk shit to each other. And it's going to be, and Bray's got the way just to make words just sound so important. Mm -hmm. When he's just speaking, it's it's gonna be amazing. And plus, I would love to just see Bray go at it. I don't want to see Brock no more. I like Brock. He's he's an attraction. He doesn't deserve to be the champion. He's he is legitimately a paper champion. Yeah. He, they've stripped so many people of championships because they couldn't defend it within thirty days, and he hasn't even been there since WrestleMania. No. So give it to Bray, who deserves it, who has been, before the World Heavyweight Championship he got, has been without a title. Yeah. That's another thing, too, like, when you think about it, like, since the beginning of this year, the only champions they've had is Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Neither of them are full-time champions. 
They, I don't think they've had a full-time champion. Oh, no, wait, besides... no. Did Goldberg, wait, did Goldberg win at the Royal Rumble? No, he didn't win the Royal Rumble. He won at, uh, so, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah. So, he, when uh, Kevin Owens lost it to, uh... Goldberg. Goldberg at Elimination Chamber? Uh, had one of those two. I don't... I tried, I tried to extract those last couple of Goldberg matches out of my memory. I don't blame you. I mean, like, because in, until WrestleMania, he, he, I think he took, what, maybe 10 bumps at WrestleMania? I don't know how many suplexes he got from Suplex City. That, I love Goldberg, but he should have never. I understand why he came back. He wanted, he wanted his family to see him wrestle. Oh, he's, yeah. He's but, probably going to go into the Hall of Fame next year. Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, don't get me wrong. Like I know, fast lane, fast lane. I know he. Uh, I get why. I, 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 I'm totally okay with him coming back to wrestle, not to give him a title belt. No. I mean, there's no reason for him to be champion other than, hey, we're gonna need you to hold on to this until Brock gets better or some shit right. like that, then we're gonna get back to Brock. Until <laughs> Brock can pass a drug test. Yeah, it's just like. I like Brock Lesnar, I like Goldberg. Neither of them need to be champion anymore. If they want to come back for special matches, fine, whatever. But they don't need it anymore. You know who I want back full-time? Paul Heyman. Oh, fuck. I love Paul Sting? Heyman. Sting? No. Sting. I love Sting, too, but he hasn't been around since his match with Rollins. Well, he's retired. Because Seth Rollins uh, broke him. <laughs> I mean, so. All right, cool. Well, yeah, so that's our prediction. So we uh, we only agreed on one. Somebody has to win, hopefully, right? I mean, one of us will win. Somebody will win. You know what we should do? We should get a championship belt and be like a prediction champion or some shit. Like <laughs> Who, whoever wins the right? most matches exactly. on the night. Right? Whoever makes those predictions. Um, shit. Yeah, so I think I think that's about it. I think we kind of came to the end of the year. Yeah, I think you know, for, first, it's a healthy first show. I know, right? First, first show in the books here. So, All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know I appreciate you know you taking the time to listen to our show, listening to us banter. I hope you did learn a little bit about us, and you'll obviously learn more as the shows go on. And like I said, like you know we want to we want to make the show as entertaining for you as possible. So in order for us to do that, we need you to get involved in the show. So there's so many different ways you could do that. Uh, you go to Facebook, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram. All you got to do is search JFW Podcast. You do that, you'll find us. Uh, if you just Google it, you'll find us too. Get on there, you know, message us, you know, right on our walls, right up on our pages, whatever it is. Get in touch with us and tell us what you want out of this show. Do you want us to do like, you know, like a rating of uh, championships, a rating of matches? Do you want us to, you know, maybe talk about like stables and factions? I mean, this is stuff that we want to do. But if you guys are more interested in something that... You know, you don't want to wait us for you don't want to wait for us to do it ourselves. Let us know. You know, tell us what you want to talk about. If you have questions for us or you want you know our opinion on something, let us know that too. Because in order for us to be better, we need you guys to do it. We need the fans to get involved, and we need the fans to interact with us. And who knows? Maybe you know if somebody gets involved enough, we'll bring you on the show and talk with you. Oh, definitely. Um, shit. I mean, yeah. we we do. Answer before Facebook Live. We do try to answer every question that comes at us Facebook Live. We've done it before. We'll we'll continue to do it. Yeah, I mean, there, and there'll be times where we we may even Facebook Live uh, our podcast recordings. Yeah, yeah. We want we want you guys to get involved in this shit. So maybe uh, somewhere down the road, you know, we get more people involved in this. 
we'll do a Facebook Live uh, recording of our podcast. We'll answer questions on the show, but also on Facebook Live. <coughs> um, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I mean, you guys just let us know what you like, and we'll keep coming with that. Let us know what you don't like. We're big boys, big shoulders. We can take what you got. Mm-hmm. You ain't yeah. going to stop us anyway. Yeah, I, I encourage criticism. You know, I encourage you guys to tell us how you feel about it. Um, so Troll sure, us if you dare. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you check us out every week. You know, keep keep in touch. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. You know, stay in touch with us. We're going to try to be as active and as involved in social media as possible. Uh, like I said, eventually we do want to put up a YouTube video, so we'll start doing that. You know, when those go up, we'll let you know too. Um, shit, I think that's about it. I think, I think, it's, I, think uh, I think that's the end here. So, time, time to ring the bell. Time to ring the bell. I am Travesty. I am Dizzle J. Thank you for tuning in to the first ever episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.